0: When is National um, Italian Rabbit? American Awareness Month?
1: National Treasure?
0: National Treasure? No, National,
1: National American Lampoon? Awareness Month.
0: National Lampoon? Yeah. Do, cause you you throw a harpoon at the Italian to get them out of the National oil. Harpoon?
1: National harpoon?
0: Out of, out of the oily sea to There's an o- bring them over to America pop, to make Popcorn oil?
1: Popcorn oil? Yeah, in to your make the popcorn oil popcorn so it makes oil it easier. In your
0: for you to finger bang kathleen kennedy and i guess that's the show jesus christ <laughs> that was a fucking bumpy u-turn
1: <laughs> i'm don hall and i'm david himmel and this is the literate ape cast Literate Apecast is a production of LiterateApe.com, and the apes would like to advise you that inappropriate language and themes may follow. If you are easily
0: triggered, best to go listen to a public radio podcast. I was down at uh, my in-laws in uh, good old Hammond, Illinois, which I, and I love going down there. It's, you know, we've talked about this, at Hammond, Illinois, yeah. tiny little town. In central Illinois, about 45 minutes to an hour southeast of Champaign, for geographical reference, tiny town, 530 people, 5, 550, 550 people. In the whole town? In the whole town. 498. of them man. Mary are and, cousins. When my mom and
1: dad <laughs> lived in Marion, Kansas, Marion, Kansas was the yeah. smallest town I'd been in ever in my life, and that had 2,000.
0: Yeah, no, this is, this is a small town, this and it... I love going down there because I I love my in-laws and it's, it's, you know, now with, with Harry, like it's, it's great to see Harry with his grandparents and then the cousins come over and the, his great aunts and uncles. And it's, it's wonderful to go down there. So we were down there for Easter and every time I go down, I'm reminded of how annoyed I get when we as a culture talk about,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because we, as a culture, frequently talk about things. Yeah. Uh,
0: When we, as a culture, talk about generations, specifically around, like, the baby boomers and millennials and, you know, there was a time, I think it's wound down now, but from, like, 2010 to probably, like, 2020, it was... Millennials, we have to attract millennials. Millennials are buying this way. Millennials aren't buying homes in the same way that their parents did. But you know, all this shit about millennials as this blanket term for this generation that like all yeah. of these millennials and it's not fair. Like there's there is a generational thing, like we all, this group of people experience things, they come in, um, they come of age at a certain time with certain zeitgeist yeah, I mean, and moments.
1: There, there, there is a, a, while it might be, uh, you know, but I, I guess, because I hear you and what I always think to me is like when I hear Gen Z, and I use that term a lot, actually I call them Zoomers because it just makes me laugh more, but Club the reality is... Yeah, well, no, not at all. But uh, the reality is, uh, I think it's no different than uh, being called a hippie back in the '60s. You know, it's just like that's a hippie, and not everybody. No, but that a hippie was had of a that look. Age, but I'm saying, right. Not everybody right. that was a hippie, not and not everybody was that was of that age. At not that every time baby
0: boomer was, was a hippie. A hip. Right?
1: Yeah, it was a hippie and didn't wear the long hair and the fucking unwashed Jesus look and all that shit. Yeah, Make my dad. And let's take a.
0: Yeah, my, my dad is a is baby boomer born in 1950 yeah. like he was boom but not a hippie at all my mother also yeah. baby boomer born in 1954 not a hippie
1: yeah. so
0: you you are gen- generation x
1: i am gen x i, think gen I am x starts also 1965 and i was born in 1966 so i'm like right on the cusp of i think that gen x boomer, is like gen x if you go by the to the uh,
0: um the census. 20 years yeah, I think it it's like, like 20, 25 years is a generation, so right. technically, okay. whatever, yeah. And that's that's created because, on average, people were having children at yeah, about 25 20 years. years old. Exactly. So between 20 and 25. 20, 25 years, that was like yeah. the prime baby making time. So that was the next generation. And so Gen X you're, you're were the Gen smallest. X, born in
1: 1965,
0: yeah. six. Sixty six. I don't. I keep forgetting how old you. I don't know what my deal is lately. I'm as old as
1: your in law. How How
0: old are your, your in laws? You are almost a year older than my mother-in-law, who was born in the same year. So you were born in February yeah. of 66. She yeah. was born December of 66. My yeah. father-in-law and, and, and was born October of
1: 68. So I'm older than your in-laws. Yes. And, and, but from your descriptions of your in-laws, they well, are well, a hang lot on more hang conserv- on. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Because
0: right. You're going somewhere. Because you and my in-laws are the same generation and almost know, the same age. And arguably the arguably age. the same age, especially when like you yeah. age into adulthood like yeah.
1: being being, they, they, you
0: know, 9 months older than somebody, you're the same age. Like
1: they were they were up. sophomores, yeah. they were sophomores when I was a senior, you know. Or you know, actually, whatever. You're yeah. But I
0: I was born in the the ass end of generation X. Of,
1: yeah.
0: And and you and I have similar uh philosophies and theories and approaches to things and have, you know, the, the movies and books and art that speaks to us is similar, but you were a teenager in the eighties.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, 84. I was, uh, 18.
0: Okay. So I was 18 in 97.
1: Yeah. That's a big difference. That's a pretty, that's a pretty,
0: yeah. So our, our experiences as, as Gen Xers is really similar but still quite different because you could appreciate the breakfast club differently than I did yeah. when I first saw it. Cause I was younger and I didn't quite get it. I saw Star you know, Wars in the movie, in the movie theater. theater. Right.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's what I always, yeah.
0: Like I barely remember seeing return of the Jedi in the movie theater. It's just kind of okay. like flashes. Like it was a dream, you know, but I remember seeing it. I remember my mom wearing a white fur coat.
1: So I remember but seeing, it. Is that see...
0: something else? Because didn't Jedi yeah. come out in the summer?
1: I think it's so. Like, yeah, I don't know. Was, Whatever. But, anyway, but I remember. I I remember seeing uh, *Empire Strikes Back*. But I had to. I had to. I, I saw that. Saw the movie, but didn't really see the movie. So I had to just kind of stay in my seat and watch the second showing because I could. Because I didn't watch the movie because I ran into some random thirteen. You know, because I was just. I probably was like 13, 14 years old, and a girl that was my age, uh, wearing a pair of. Uh, I remember them sort of like. Uh, remember those orange pops. The push the color. Of those orange but yeah, the, yeah. The, the orange. Yeah, well she had like a pair of like Adidas shirts that were white trimmed with but they were that color of orange. Yeah. And uh we spent the entire and I don't know her name. She we never talked, but we sat next to each other <laughs> and I fingered her pussy and we made up oh my God. and and uh and then I realized that oh I'd missed God. the entire movie <laughs> and so I saw I saw the part where Jeez. it's Luke, I am your father, but I went, What the fuck does that mean? Oh and by so like, the way, spoilers. Spoilers. Okay, yeah, yeah, and so she got up uh, and and said thank you and, and <laughs> left, and I just stayed in my seat so I could watch the movie. So that was my my Empire Strikes Back. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I figured share Thank story. You, you for know, figuring there, my pussy. There, there's 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 a there's a Gen <laughs> X there's a Gen X uh, you know. It's not. So, it's not. Hey, I marched at Hate Ashbury, but it's my version of yeah. that. Yeah.
0: So, what fascinates me about going down to my in laws is. My parents, who are, you know, up and down boomers, are the same generation as Katie's grandparents, who are not that much older than my parents. I think they're in their 70s, maybe their early 80s, maybe. My dad, my mom isn't 70 yet, my dad is 72, um, or will be 72 um, this year in June. Um, But my parents, or my my in-laws, are your age, let's just, they're your age. Slightly yeah, younger, they're age. but they're, they're your they're age.
1: almost. They're almost exactly my age, yeah.
0: But, and I, and I say this with, with all respect, like, this is not a dig at all. Because um, I, I love my in-laws. I do think they're great, but they are older than my parents. In like just their... Yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: Their, their demeanor, their lifestyle, their, outlook, their, demeanor, their perspective, their yeah.
0: You know, all of the... There's grandkids. My parents only have one grandkid right now. There's another one on the way. And that just says, you know, my, my brothers just aren't, fuck, you know, pumping and dumping. I guess I, I, I don't know what's going on with my brothers. It's none of my business. Why they don't have kids yet, or if they want kids? I don't know. We haven't talked about it. But um, it's just funny to me because I am of the same Gen X generation as my in-laws, which is, which is weird. So there was a time a, a, a couple of years ago we were talking about. I think we were talking about like the. Kennedy assassination or something around that time and realizing that oh they weren't even alive for it they were not even alive yet yeah and neither, i mean neither was i but i look i look at it differently because i'm farther removed from it than they are but yeah. they still like we and that's just and this might be hard i don't know if this is making any sense to you and i hope it's making sense to you dear no, listener
1: no it makes sense like, mean, it makes sense i it, mean yeah, it's my like my dilemma, the limit you're having struggling
0: yeah. with time and it's not it's not problematic. It's just super interesting to me at how same generation, you could not be more different than my than in-laws. in-laws.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, and, and the thing is, I know people... it's You both grew that, up in the Midwest. You... Yeah, yeah.
0: Same years, same shit happened. The same president was president. The same I wars, I went to school... Same, I
1: went to high school in a yep. high school with a graduating class of 86. I know what it is to be in a small town. You I know.
0: mean, I'm curious... As, to, to know, like, what uh, my, my in-laws' graduating classes were. Because Katie's was, like... I, I think, <laughs> she'll have to fast-check me on this. But, you know, um it was maybe, like, a class of 50, but, like, 30 walked because the it's other... Like, it's like, yeah, it was, like, literally one House or,
1: on the Prairie. Katie, you know, Katie was uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder.
0: The other dropped out because of drugs or pregnancy or yeah, yeah. they're just,
1: like, fuck it, I'm getting a job. Why am I no, dealing with thing, this shit, the, you know? one of the the interesting aspects of it is like there're two things going on i think the first issue is that i think you know it's just it's it's what stereotyping is and people want to say oh stereotypes are bad they're not bad there, they there's truth make, in stereotypes we make them we can we can use them for bad intent but the fact about it is we need Categories to be able to kind. of... There's so many people, and there's so many. So what we do is we create these blanket categories. And the and, and what, what is funny is that no one ever fits. Like they, like you, Generation Z, What, Boomers have a you know like the idea that Boomers can't work technology. Well, then you haven't talked to my mom because she can fucking work her iPhone better sure. than most goddamn AT and T employees. So yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like. That's you know, so but I think I think those categories I think that that it happens ethnically, I think it happens with men and women. I think you know we, we 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 need to categorize people so that we can kind of see the world and understand it even if it's not only imperfect, maybe even completely wrong um you know, because it's like, oh yeah, gay men, they're all in shape, except for the fat out of shape ones, right, you know I mean it's right. like it's it's like it's just how that's just how it works. And the other thing I think is most, for me, most interesting is I am, uh, you know, I, don't, I don't know if it's a genetic thing or it's the smoking and drinking or whatever, but uh, I have retained a, a certain, I remember some, once, once somebody said that they thought I was quite youthful. You are and youthful. I thought they, well, I thought they said useful and I liked that better. Um, <laughs> sure, but uh, that's but a better and, Yeah, yeah, right. That's why I like I like useful better than youthful. But the fact is, yeah, I've, I've got my hair. Um, I have not got my my beard is now white. You know, it's, it's uh, I mean it's when I grow a beard, it gets there's a lot of, there's a lot of silver in there. Yeah. Um but my hair hasn't gone that way. I'm getting a little bit of gray in the temples, which I would love to have that Reed Richard look, but I don't know if I will. <laughs> but um, it's fascinating to me that I look at um, anybody that's my age. And they all look so, they look like, oh, that guy's like my dad. Well, no, that guy's exactly. And so now I even have to, I make jokes when I'm writing things. It's like, yeah, I saw this older guy. I think he was older. He looked like he was 15 years older than me, but he might have been five years younger. I don't know because age hits people in different ways. It does, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean I look at like people that I graduated when I when I had Facebook, I used to look at the pictures of people I graduated high school with. And I mean, some these are people my same age just look like fucking grandpa. And that's so I understand that's thing. Like, when I talk to somebody that's younger and they you know they're you know, fifty-six, in their mind, oh my god, you're old. Well, that's because they hang around or they've been around or their parents are fifty-six year old men who have worn their age badly. I mean, it's just, they've aged yeah. in a way that does not let them say that they are youthful, you know? And and so that is an interesting dichotomy, especially when I'm talking to people that like, you know, in, in, the, in the freelance copywriting job, you know, sort of that, that market is that you have every fucking 25-year-old, you know, girl that knows how to throw a party is a copywriter and yeah. they're cheap, so why not hire those fucking morons? Yeah. Except that, they don't have any experience, and I'm trying to explain. I don't want to explain to people, hey, I have the experience to understand that that's mm-hmm. the thing, but what they see is 56. Fucking old guy, you're kicking off next year. Why would I hire you? You're, you're going to just die. Yeah. So it's like, okay, maybe, uh, but uh, yeah, I always find that, that really very interesting. That's one
0: of the things that I miss about being on social media is seeing how old the people I went to high school with or grew up with. Yeah. How much... how. Old they look compared to yeah. me, and I, I I look at myself and I sometimes think, God, I look old because in my mind I still look like I'm twenty one. Yeah, know? You
1: do, well, you don't look like you're twenty one, but but I, you definitely
0: you definitely don't look like you're forty two. Right? When people find out that yeah, I'm forty two, when people find out that I'm, yeah, I'm forty two, yeah. they're like, Oh, I said, How old do did, th- did you think I was? They're like, Thirty. 3, 35 see, is kind of the see, average.
1: When Go I ahead. was in my 40s, when I was in my 40s, that's what I got. And then I hit my 50s. And again, I still look younger than most 56 <laughs> year olds. But now when I say, what, how old do you think I am? They always guess somewhere in the 50s. And so it's no, I no longer get that, that benefit of, oh, well, what are you 40? Because no one 40 says, how old do you think I am? Right. But every, every goddamn fucking Gen X Fifty six year old dude wants to preen, wants to say, yeah. "Hey, you see it? I went to the well, gym and I, and I Not got every some Gen spray tan." Not every Gen X
0: dude. dude. Careful, remember what we're talking about here. Many That's true. Gen X dudes. Many are, check your are, shit, bro. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, it's and, and and you and you have you know sort of like because the thing about it is I don't see a lot of fifty six year old women um, like there's st- you know again we're talking about the the, the, my experience this is all anecdotal but my experience with women in their women in their 50s is different from women in their 40s Mm -hmm. because like women your age um, are are still trying to cling like desperately cling to their their youth they're trying to they're trying to they don't want to let go of when they were younger and more vibrant and, and, and so they cling to it once you get to the 50s you, I don't. You know, you still do the makeup, and you still want to look good and that kind of stuff. But it, it, it's not as you sell into so. the fact, like,
0: hey, I'm fifty, yeah. and I, I look good for fifty, or I feel good for fifty. What's funny is that when I met, so Katie and I have been together, like this summer, it'll be ten years. We've been together ten years. Yeah. I met her family, her parents, you know, her immediate family, in December of 2012. Her father was. 44 years old. Is that right? Cuz he'll be 54 this year.
1: So there you go. So, wow, yeah.
0: So, I will be 43 this year. Cuz yeah. her dad's 11 years older than me, and I'm 11 years older than her brother, the ba- the baby of the family. So, that's a weird Yeah. But to think like can you imagine me right now at 43 years old meeting my daughter or my or, so, I have a son. Let's just use him. Meeting Harry's Serious girlfriend that he will then go on to marry, like that blows my mind. But That's they had time, they had friend. kids when they were really young, so their kids grew up yeah. and they were out of the house earlier. So what do well, you do when you're empty
1: nesters and you're
0: from a small town and you, you, you know, you, you don't well, leave you've the read, small town? You've read, you've, you read the the, you've read, Casino
1: at the end of the, you've read Casino at the end of the, which is hopefully one day is going to get published by somebody other than me, but or us. But um, one of the things that I reveal in that, and it is when I came to Vegas. Was, uh, Dana was already here and I was in the Prius by myself doing the stupid, I'm going to drive from Chicago to Vegas in one shot because I'm a fucking moron.
0: Um, 110,000% hungover.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because the the night before I was so drunk, you and uh, Frank had to drag me home. You, I have spent a lot of time with a
0: lot of drunks and a lot of really, really drunk people, uh, like professional Drunks. yeah. I
1: was, I was not, I was not that night anyway. Yeah,
0: easily makes the top five of
1: most yeah, drunk was, people I've ever seen. And, and I didn't wake up until three o'clock in the afternoon, but I had determined I was leaving that day, so I left. I left at three, I showered up and I left at three o'clock in the afternoon, just as hungover as a motherfucker, and drove for 36 hours with one, with two one hour road naps, anyway, which is safe. At one, one. And we fully uh, support that. It, again, again, never, never again. I did my cannonball run, and I'll never do it again because now damn, I am damn. I'm fifty six. But the thing that was interesting is as I'm driving through, um, what you say New that Mexico. like fifty six? Like, well, I wouldn't do it at fifty six. That's irresponsible. But at fifty two, three. three, 53? It was 53. <laughs> but here's the thing that was interesting about it is as I'm driving through New Mexico now. When I was in, uh, well, as an example, when I'm talking about uh, Empire Strikes Back, that. It, We went, we moved from Kansas, uh, you know, I was born in Tennessee, but we moved from Kansas because we were, mom was in between marriages, and my grandfather, who was greatest generation, World War II, he was on the beach at Normandy for D-Day. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is, Mm -hmm. right? He was an oil rigger. He was my grandfather. Well, when he got back from the war and retired from oil rigging, um, he decided to get a fucking trailer. And take he and his take he and my grandma and just go live in the fucking desert. And they lived in Arizona, so Mm -hmm. Arizona, New Mexico was kind of that was. So we went to live closer to them, you Mm -hmm. know. And Mm -hmm. so I was I I I don't remember exactly how old I was. I was like nine years old until I was like thirteen or fourteen. We lived in Peoria, Arizona, which is just a suburb of Phoenix. And I'm driving through New Mexico, and I get this weird. Feeling of nostalgia. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, it's because I used to live in this. The, the, you know, it's been a long time since I've been in the desert when I was a kid, but then it just hit me. And so I called my mom, hands free, but I called my mom. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, Thank people you. get a little concerned. Yeah, no. Hey, I was already <laughs> dangerous. So, yeah, you, know, you know, I had my rotary phone. I had my rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. But I called my mom and she's like, Are you all right? I said, Yeah, I'm fine. So are hands okay, mom. I'm hands I'm free. I'm hands free. Mom. free yeah. <laughs> I'm hands free. Yeah, yeah, I'm hands free, mom. And uh, have you slept? No, but I'm hands free, mom. No, Let's but focus I'm hands free important. so just chill out. But I said, how old was Grandpa when he moved to the desert? Mm-hmm. And she thought about it. She said, I think he was fifty three. So all of a sudden, I'm as old as my grandfather, who was in World War fucking two came to the desert and i'm coming yeah. back to the desert the same age but i don't feel like a guy that went through world war 2 i don't feel right. like the Grinch Jedi. i'm a fucking douchebag who liked the breakfast club and fingered some chick in orange shorts <laughs> at the empire strikes back so yeah. this is not but 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 it's that thing where he was 53 and i'm 53 and it's i'm definitely my grandfather's grandson because i love living in the desert so it's, it's like it's, yeah it's,
0: it's just it's it, th- and this is what annoys me about the millennial generation, Gen Xers. Nobody talks about Gen Xers like we even fucking. They care. don't give a shit about but us. Yeah.
1: We're the we're the but forgotten generation. We're a really small generation. We're a small generation. As we're actually the least. There's the least. Yeah. I think Gen X the least Gen X than any generation's currently like on the map,
0: except for. I th- I think Harry's generation, whatever I don't know Which what is, he's in. Whatever
1: they call him, yeah. The, because I'm just call people Harry's are having kids. Hippies.
0: People are having kids a lot. Like later, yeah. Um, I just was looking at.
1: I'm just gonna call him hippies or Harry's. Yeah, that'll be his generation.
0: <laughs> I asked him today what because we're, we're thinking about names for the new kid, and I was like, you know, Harry, what do you think about for your brother's names? And his first response a couple <sighs> weeks ago was Super Harry. I was like, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I and mean, you I, realize that makes you regular Harry, but sure, great. So we're see, talking about is, middle I've been, names. I've been
1: trying to, I've been trying to talk uh, Katie into naming you uh Pardon, but that hasn't worked out.
0: Naming me, sub-
1: just changing my name. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, David, sweetie, I love sub- you, but
0: let's go to the courthouse and get your name changed to Sub Pardon. To Sub
1: Pardon, yeah, because I thought that would be a really great like hosting thing, but no, she didn't go for it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's why I love her.
0: I um, like super Harry. But yeah, but I, I don't know where I was going with that. But the thing, like, that's what annoys me about, like, the, the blanket statement, because maybe it's a good chunk of the generation. But it feels like, especially as they were, as we, they, us, as we were talking about millennials, it was about a very specific kind of millennial. An upper middle class millennial. Yeah. A a urban coastal elite Millennial, That's what they were t- buying homes, having kids, all that bullshit. And the thing is, is like, what, I, I, like, I don't know what defines a generation other than the years you were born in, because the experiences and the actions and, and how you react to the world is based on your, the, 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 the uh, the home you're born into you know the money you're born into, the lack of money you're born into, the lack of opportunity you're born into. What, what my, what, what you were born into is very different from what my in-laws were born into, and your experiences. Yeah. You've moved around a lot. My in-laws were not on an airplane until 2018.
1: Holy shit! And, okay, yeah. And there's nothing very wrong different. with that. No, there's, it's there's just nothing completely wrong with it, different. So that but, informs but the life experience. Yeah, well, well, we're talking about nature versus nature, nurture. nurture. Nature right. is when you were born and yeah. sort of that, but the fact is, it is it is the, your sort of the compendium of experiences that actually form you. You know, like well, I, I you know, I'd like, I'll give you an example of what I what I'm talking about. It's like uh, you know, it's 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 uh, it's it's sort of like the the difference, and I think this this happens with millennials and Gen Z, and that you know all, all blah blah blah, you know, kind of mush it all together into yeah. like a hippie soup. But you know the the idea like there 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 are certain people that they have never they've just never worked any kind of a traditional job, and so right. they don't have a concept of what that means, and because they don't have a concept, that's why I mean ultimately that's why it, you know the TikTok the TikTok generation is they're making many money. money doing something requires I mean really you just have to show up you just have to show up give me money I'm a TikToker I mean you know? there, I'm there's
0: influencer. there's nuance and things that make one TikTok better than the other and I well, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what they are I, don't know I the couldn't know. a shit but, I don't but no I care. think it's, yeah. I mean,
1: it's like it's like these it's like these uh, women with their OnlyFans you know it's like okay they can make a lot of money masturbating Dude. in their in their bedroom and it's like okay that's good because sex sells and why not but
0: I told Katie like if she completely when she gets stressed about money, yeah. I tell her, I'm like, look, there's always OnlyFans. You have done di- all these DIY projects on the house. Yeah. Do, it, do it topless. And now that you're pregnant, do it topless pregnant. And that's like an extra
1: niche that people will
0: pay extra money for.
1: Oh, see, the thing is, what now, I want to do is I want to do OnlyFans. Harry's fans, summer camp I is want it to be a, for. I want it to be an old man foot fetish site where I take my my dry-ass feet and then each time the video is, it's me squishing um, foods, foods between my toes and filming it. It's like, hey, today's green jello. And if you DM me for some, and and it's green jello. And then if you DM me. It's Taco Tuesday. I'll add add ambrosia salad to the green jello and then you can pay me an extra, an extra, you know, it's like, Hey, the thing about it is there's bound to be a market for that, right? There is a market market for
0: for everything. You just have to figure out how weird you can get and how weird everyone else is willing to go or how weird, how much weird everyone's waiting for. And now gang, it's Rorschach of the news.
1: Number one, Johnny Depp.
0: I have not followed this story at all, Um, other than and like fill in the blanks here. Johnny Depp beats his wife.
1: No, see that—that's what I think is so funny about it. (laughs) Yeah, basic basically, he and Amber Heard had a big. Oh no, she beats him. She wrote. Well, see, this thing. Fuck she it. wrote. I, yeah. uh, she wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post. That was, I think, it was Washington Post. But uh, she wrote an op-ed basically about being an abused woman. It was a very big Me Too piece. This is a couple years ago. Never, yeah, yeah. She yeah. never names Johnny Depp, but everybody knew she was talking about Johnny Depp, right? Yeah. So he, he, you know, they have this big online war. He sues her, and in London, where it what was What does he sue her for defamation? Yeah, defamation. Yeah, because he st- all of a sudden he starts losing. I mean, pirates of Caribbean say "fuck off," we don't want to work with you. Was, it a li- was the- is this a libel case or a defamation? Yeah, case? It, yeah. yeah it is well, li- it was, that, that's the thing is, it was. A, it, I, I actually don't know. Well, it was a libel case in. It was either libel to defamation. Defamation in London. Now they're in the United States, and it's the other one, whatever that is. Okay, but he, he lost the one in London because the judge said he thought it was credible that Johnny Depp. Had been abusive to Amber Heard
0: because he saw uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory and figured exactly. anybody he that would that do that
1: with those yeah. teeth and that fucking thing had yeah. to. But I mean, the guy's—I mean, it's not like he's broke, but I mean, he's lost a lot of money, and he seems like a pretty nice guy. I—I I, I mean, I like him as an actor. Um, but yeah, they're in the middle of their this this defamation case, and uh, and uh, she is not faring as well. Here in America, as she did in London, because Mm. they they realized, oh, we didn't prove our case in London, so now we're gonna prove that she was uh, a horrible, like a horrible, like she was like. I mean, she's 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 a generation she's a generation younger than he is, and and so there's definitely that sort of like that generational difference. So she's a millennial,
0: and he's a Gen Xer.
1: I think that's correct. Yeah. I, yeah. I well, you know, millennials millennials can be really nasty to people. Yeah. Yeah. Know. And well, you know, and so so there's all this thing where there's and they've got they've got vi- you know like videos and audio tape of her saying all this horrible shit. And, and but on the other hand, it's Johnny Depp, and he was big into drugs, and there was, you know, so who the fuck knows what's happened? I just that that's what's going on. And I think it's interesting, and that was why that. Was I I
0: one. would love it if some of those recordings were just Amber Heard screaming at Depp, you're not. Hunter Thompson, you're not Hunter Thompson.
1: Stop <laughs> trying to be. She Hunter. might, she might have had one of those. All right, number two, Netflix going down the tubes. Maybe I've had a busy week because I don't know. You what You have the fuck had a busy week. All right, I will tell you that uh, the first time since 2011, Netflix lost subscribers over 200,000 <gasps> people last <gasps> month. This last month, unsubscribed from Netflix. Their stock is down thirty six percent. Oh my god! Yeah, they are. They. They. I mean, this is just like what a massive hit. Well, there are two things that they've made changes. First of all, they raised their price from thirteen ninety nine, which is already too much, to fifteen ninety nine, which now is almost double Disney Plus. All right? And second, they, they really crack down on people sharing...
0: I did hear about the sharing, that they're, like, charging passwords. more for the sharing so or whatever fucking, that is. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, exactly, charging more for the sharing. Which so I think is fair. Saying, that's that's you. a fair think, thing. Well, it's fair, okay. but you the thing about it is you can't close the barn door once the goddamn... Horses are out, because that's pointless. People have been sharing. Sharing passwords has been become normal. We're talking about an entire... talking about generations. We're talking yeah. about an entire generation that yeah. won't pay for music. Of course they're not going to pay for their password And since you're now cracking it down. Everybody's quitting, because you can get Paramount Plus and HBO Max and fucking yeah. Disney Plus and you name it. Hulu. So what the fuck do you need Netflix? And then you have to look at why you... And I, I'll be honest with you, they raised the price, and I looked at Netflix, and I was like... Why do I keep Netflix around? I went, oh, okay, because Stranger Things is coming, because the Umbrella Academies, and you know, the, the, like certain shows I like, because yeah. they really don't have a great selection of movies anymore.
0: Well, uh, and Cobra Kai, and like you're bought they, into... Okay, Cobra Kai, yeah. Cry,
1: yeah. Okay, see, I you're bought into Chi the things, because
0: like, I don't have Paramount Plus. I see ads I for things, and I I'm like... I love Paramount Plus. I should get that, but God damn it, I already have all yeah. the others, you know? So it's like, at some yeah. point, my whole thing to like save money by losing cable and just stream becomes more expensive than cable and more annoying because I have more shit that I have to remember what is where and who to what and uh, what which one is it on and I do that all the time like every night that I sit down and like watch a show I'm like wait it's okay it's it's Wednesday that means that this one came out is that Hulu or is that AMC or is that AMC through Hulu ah fuck so I just search and it just yeah, burns yeah. all this it's just annoying but so what do you think Netflix is going to I mean, I know this is not part of Rorschach. I,
1: have, no, I, I, uh, I literally don't have a clue
0: what Netflix procedure. is going
1: to do, but uh, they're going to have to do something because it, that's for them, that's an existential crisis. I mean,
0: Speaking 36%. Of, that's huge. That's, that's gigantic. gigantic. And it's I know gigantic. fuck
1: all about the market other than- Yeah, that's a, big, that's, that's a big fucking deal. So they're in trouble. Yeah. All right, but uh, talking about uh, being in trouble, number three- Ron DeSantis versus Walt Disney. I would love it if Walt Disney
0: (laughs) just closed down their park in Orlando and moved it to another more gay-friendly or LGBTQ-friendly southern state. The problem is, those don't exist. That's true. (laughs) So if they were to take it somewhere else into warm weather because you need, like, a, a temperate climate for, for Walt Disney World. You'd have to go out west, but they already have Disneyland in California. Yes, they do. So they'd have to stay east of the Mississippi, <laughs> and then where are you going to go? So yeah. that won't plus it, that would be a, you know, decade of shutting the thing down and moving— but if they would—but they would, that would hurt Florida— Badly, oh, killed if they just close the well, fucking
1: park. Well, you know what you know what Desantis is doing to Disney, right? Because they 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 made a stance against the don't say gay bill, and so Desantis said in nineteen I can't remember what the year was, but there basically is a, a legal clause that allows Disney Disney World to like run its own taxes. I mean, they they oh. basically are like oh. a city state. Yeah, the, the, yeah they're the Vatican. They, yeah, they're kind of yeah, yeah. Disney World is kind of like the Vatican of. Florida and Ron DeSantos wants to take that power back. And holy shit, this is a very serious war. So oh, they're going they're going to battle, man. Let's just okay, so a Yeah. A Republican governor. Yeah.
0: Member of the GOP. The Trump GOP. Mm-hmm. The outsiders. Oh, yeah. One of those, you know, government is bad, the Reagan, you know, too much government is bad. States rights. Individualism. Privatization until yeah fuck you Ron DeSantis sucks he's just an annoying you know six foot tall gnat that we can't swat to death I don't know and he won't like he's lived past his three days shelf his uh, life that that guy just fucking sucks he
1: just speaking sucks. of he who cannot be killed number four Obi-Wan Kenobi I'm
0: okay. Here's the truth.
1: I'm no excited
0: truth. for this program. I can't wait for it, man.
1: It looks so badass. I
0: don't want to be excited for this program because,
1: because they have failed so many times. <laughs> because all, the, except,
0: you know, you put John Favreau on it and it's fucking killer. The yeah. Mandalorian is great. Yes, and I love you and McGregor. And I really liked him as Obi-Wan. I think that he played Alec, he was Alec, gr- Alec he, Guinness quite well.
1: He was <laughs> and, a great Obi-Wan, yeah.
0: And I am curious about that particular story. Like, I don't give a fuck about... <laughs> Hans Solo and how he met Chewbacca and the whole... Yeah,
1: I, I, When I but, also like that Hayden Christensen's coming back as uh, the scarred-up, beat you know, and I, and yeah, I hated him, but, I don't but maybe he's Hayden a better actor. I don't, maybe he's a better actor now because he's a little older. Because I was think was that Hayden Christensen was, a was
0: a fi- has always been a fine actor. I think that Hayden Christensen got a really bad rap because he had terrible direction, a terrible script. Even Natalie Portman, who is brilliant, and you McGregor, who is brilliant, yeah. and... Uh, who Just played some bad? Uh, the, the the Frank Oz, not Frank Oz. Um, Qui Gon <laughs> Jinn. Uh, uh who, no,
1: wait, no, Yeah, but
0: yeah. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. All great actors. Bad movies. Sucked shit. In those so movies, you're excited because about the script, and I'm excited about it, but I've been forcing myself to not be excited about it because I'm. You don't want to raise expectations.
1: Yet. Keep your expectations. Yeah. You no, know, I feel the same. I feel the same way because right, it, it, it is five, the story. Oh, correct me, like it is the story of, like right after Revenge, Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith, Sith he's just to cut him a down. New the kids, the kids are off. Yeah, the kids are off. Uh, yeah. Split between Tatooine and uh, after their
0: mother uh, died of a Alderaan? broken heart. Yeah, Fuck dying off. Of
1: a fucking heart, and so it's really that kind of yeah. thing. When does it? When is it come May, May six, I think. Uh, Ooh, speaking not of not May fourth, uh, Jesus, you guys. Uh, maybe it is May fourth. I could be wrong. I don't don't quote me. Look it up. I you know
0: I'm, I'm just. You know what? If it's it, not May fourth, then I now side with Rod DeSantis. Fuck you, Disney, for not seizing the moment on May fourth. Right, well, if
1: they you. did, if they did seize the moment, we'll issue our our, our traditional ape cast. Apology letter. Um, and speaking of apologies, <laughs> speaking of apologies, number five, we no longer have to wear masks on airplanes. How do you feel about that? While well, we're having another fucking variant. No. <laughs> we're so stupid. Look,
0: <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> this story I, I, I do know about and I have enjoyed reading about because, oh my God, how people have lost their fucking minds. And NPR, <laughs> like, right away was like, who is the judge behind this? Yeah. And it sounds like this judge, she's a Trump appointee. Uh, sure. It sounds like she's very smart, very, she's 35 years old. She's, like, the youngest to ever be appointed to this position. But she hasn't had a lot of experience, Blah. so it's an experience yeah. thing, blah, 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 blah. But it also sounds like, based on her background, that her decision was was a GOP Trumpian decision. Oh, sure.
1: Sure it was. Who cares?
0: Look, man, if you're not okay with the mandatory mask wearing on airplanes, no one's stopping you from wearing a mask on an airplane. All they're saying is you don't have to. Yeah. That's it. It's kind of like, hey, baby, let's have sex. I don't know you, so I'm going to put a condom on. And she's all, I don't care if you don't. And I'm like, that's cool. Thank you for the option, but I'm going to go ahead and do it because I don't know who you are, where you've been, and I don't want kids.
1: You know, the thing I think it, like, is just, interesting is is that when you have if that's if that's how you have a hookup, it's like it's like you're a character from Scott Pilgrim, you know? It's like okay, I'm gonna hey baby, I'm gonna put the condom on anyway. It's yeah. like I kind of want to have sex with you right now wear a mask. Look, I have to I'm flying I'm
0: flying internationally in June. I'm flying to Cannes France or I'm flying into Nice and going to Cannes. Uh I've got 14 hours.
1: A 14-hour yeah. flight. You're not wearing a mask the whole goddamn time. You are just not, dude. It's 14 hours. But you pull it off. I also
0: might wear a mask. Because that's a lot of time dude, on rec- recycled split air. Split the
1: difference. Don't wear the mask, but wear a condom. Brilliant. There you go. Number six. That's it. Final one Alex Jones. Oh, he's filing for bankruptcy?
0: Initially, that headline makes you go, yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck you, Alex Jones. Fuck you, InfoWars. But when you slow down and think about it, bankruptcy means fuck all. <laughs> And it's a dodge. So and he you th- didn't have to pay. and you think like, oh, but that serves him right. everyone <laughs> will know that he got busted on the the disgusting and you know, I'm not one to be offended, but like yeah, that's offensively sandy offensively he's a disgusting, a gross lies that he told about the Sandy yeah, Hook massacre some,
1: some serious bullshit, yeah uh
0: you know, it's just another dick move. For these poor parents, and it gives them, they're like, well, he's busted. And it, I, I, if it gives them whatever they want or gets them closer to what they want and need, and I don't know how you can ever fill what they're, you know, what they have to live through for the rest of their lives. But Alex Jones is going to be fine. And InfoWars, in some form or fashion, will live on and Alex Jones will continue being a gigantic piece of shit, he's off Twitter, he's off YouTube, he's filing for bankruptcy, that fucking cockroach will find a way. Oh yeah, you know he will. We're just making him work harder for a slightly smaller audience to do their same dumb bullshit. It just puts them in a slightly darker, slightly smaller corner of idiocy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, For the record... Disney sucks. Disney sucks. Uh, Season one, episode one of Obi-Wan Kenobi premieres May 27th, which is the day after my birthday, my friend Steve Biosat's birthday, but not Star Wars Day. 23 days after Star Wars Day, you dorks. You dorks. Way to go, Kathleen Kennedy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You ruined my childhood. (laughs) You ruined my childhood, except for the fingering of the girl. Um, <laughs> no, you ruined her childhood. <laughs> oh, that was that was her. That was her. You, Kathleen Kennedy, oh my God. That must have been her. Holy shit. Wouldn't that be fucking I, incredible? I'm as old as my grandpa now in the desert, but I was the guy that fingered Kathleen Kennedy when she was 14 years old and changed history. She was like, if
0: Star Wars makes yeah. me feel this way, I want to make yeah. everyone feel this
1: way. Yeah, yeah. Raw, uncomfortable, (laughs) unnecessary, hot, sweaty, and wait a minute. Reeking of oily popcorn butter. Is is that hand is that hand you're putting in me covered in in popcorn oil? What? Ah is that a raisinette in your fingernail? What the hell? All right, Simeon Cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do
0: for the week. My first thing is a watch. Holy Christ. I felt like I needed a cigarette after watching this. Okay. Because it was such a, uh finally. Better Call Saul is back.
1: Oh, See, it's I, yeah, I still- final season. We've waited two years. I think that's probably why I, I got bored, because I, 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 I think I started season four, and then just, uh, you know, but I, I, and I couldn't even tell you why, but uh, I, I I still think, to this day, Better Call Saul, it, it's a really, really good shot, so I may pick it back up now that there is an actual fifth season. So I might, because I think I might just so, I don't want to wait two years.
0: Well, right, because season four on, was on Netflix, one through four was on Netflix. Yeah. And then season five came out on Netflix with I think within the year okay. so I w- I went back and started watching it because like it's been a long time mm-hmm. I know season 6 is coming let's refresh because there's a lot to catch up on and so I watched all of season 5 again and then I had to wait even longer for, and there was still time before season 6 so I'm watching season 6 and I'm like wait what the fuck is going on <laughs> so I have to go back and watch like the last two episodes of season 5 to just get like just to put me back. All right, yeah. But it so is you're saying
1: we got to watch it. You're saying it's it's quality goods.
0: It's quality goods and it is it's potentially the absolute end of the Breaking Bad universe. Unless and I would kind of love to see this they do a Skyler White spinoff.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. That's kind of good. my like
0: last remaining. Would what the really fuck? Cool. That I yeah, care that's about the is last, all right, because here. Skylar, in Breaking Bad, if you remember, yeah. she broke bad. Yes, yeah, she did. She broke bad. What's happening with the with the baby? What's happening with uh, Walt Junior? And what's happening with Skyler? That they kind of had to go into hiding. You in know, that's the last remaining piece, and I don't think they're going to do that. But but maybe my,
1: maybe I should call Vince Gilligan and be like, hey man, dude, let's talk about Skyler. Yeah, we issued an apology, an official uh, Apecast apology to Disney. So, no. <laughs> my first thing is a watch based on our conversation about generations. I want you to watch 1994's Star Trek Generations. It's the one movie where you have both the heavy fat. Uh, James T. Kirk and the thin, effete, bald Picard in the same movie, riding horses. And uh, and, and if you're really thinking <laughs> about so the generations, if you're thinking about the generations idea, this is a great way of just sort of like not having to think about that shit.
0: So, James T. Kirk and Jean Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard riding horses sounds like yeah. something you should watch. During Gay Pride Month in June.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Malcolm McDowell's in it. He doesn't do, like, a Caligula thing, but he's the bad guy. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, so it works. It works. Star Trek Generations 1994 gives you the best of both worlds without, like, having Leonard Nimoy or, you know, any of the really good Leonard Nimoy? Nimoy. Is it not Nimoy? It's N-I-M-O-Y. And David... I've met him in person. No, I, I mean, you're the Star Trek guy far more than I am. Le- Leonard, you know, well, you, the thing about it is, I think you probably say it either way, but he's dead, so he doesn't care.
0: Well, maybe his family cares.
1: Yeah, I don't know them.
0: I've just never heard it pronounced Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy.
1: Uh, you know, you're know, oh, you right, I think maybe it is Nimoy. I, 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 <laughs> when I said it out loud, I went, oh yeah, but I, I still, I don't mind calling him Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> I, you know, I mean... If 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 his kid wants to give me a call and say, "Hey motherfucker, we will issue an <laughs> official ape cast apology to the family, of Leonard Demoy, yeah. for mispronouncing his last name." Get in line, buddy. We got a lot of we got a lot of apologies <laughs> right. A lot of these damn they're official though. Uh, I mean, they really we, are yeah, official.
0: We'll make letterhead. I do actually I do still have to make that letterhead. I did we did talk about that like we did ago. talk about it. I'll, yeah. I'll get well, on I mean, that as soon, as, is, as, soon got... as I figure out what's going on with Johnny Depp and Amber Lord. Yeah. Well, Amber, well, the thing no, is until Tracy Lord. What's her name?
1: I can't remember. Amber. Audra Lord.
0: Amber Heard. Amber, her- Amber, Amber Heard. Amber Heard through the grapevine. That's. That's yeah. exactly right. She's she's. So Polish. what's your?
1: What's your second thing?
0: <laughs> All right, my second thing. Um, is, is a watch and perhaps a reason to pay 300 bucks for uh <laughs> monthly subscription to Netflix. Uh, <laughs> this movie called Metal Lords. Metal Lords. It's a movie? It's a movie and it is a... It's... <laughs> it's not a great movie but it's a fun little like teenage rom-com about these like a high school uh it's John Hughes-ish in that, like, it's high school kids um, that are, it's all about metal, like rock and roll, metal, and the dichotomy of bands, and it all focuses around the battle of the bands and what that means, and it's, it's, it's sweet, it's funny, it's, it's entertaining, and in the beginning, author Chuck Klosterman
1: makes... Oh, yeah, I love Klosterman.
0: I, I, I won't, it's not a cameo because he's not playing himself, but he comes out and I go, I said, Kate, Kate and I watched it and I was like, is that Chuck Klosterman? And like, I don't know what Chuck Klosterman looks like. Yeah. Except, the, except that I know what Chuck Klosterman looks you, like. You kind of do. Yeah. You kind of do. I'm like, is that, and I have no idea what he sounds like, except that I know what he sounds like. Cause he's a writer and I'm not yeah. familiar with him in person, you know, like vi- visually and audibly. Uh, I was like, I think that's Chuck Klosterman. So I quickly IMDb'd it. I'm like, oh my God, that's fucking awesome. Because Chuck Klosterman is a rock and roll metal guy. Like he he, knows his shit. And he also
1: wrote a book called The 90s, which is one of the best breakdowns of that decade you'd ever see. Chuck Klosterman is fucking, so here's like, you
0: know, my number two A is watch Metal Lords. My number two B is read anything by Chuck Klosterman.
1: Yeah. There you go. There you go. My second thing is, it it is a read. Um, I've just been kind of uh, going through like uh, stuff, books that are about things that I'm I'm not as familiar, you know, I'm not not like welding or something like that. Um, But this isn't, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not not interested in welding. uh, But it's a book, I don't even know if you've read it, but I know you've heard of it. It's about welding. I've No, it's not about welding. It's not about welding. It's Arthur Golden's Arthur Golden's memoirs of a geisha. Oh, um, and really, really good book. um, It's an older book. My I had a girlfriend a long time ago that was really into it. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like trying to find some of those things. And it's uh yeah, memoirs of a Mm -hmm. geisha about uh you know about a prostitute. It's really good. It's really good. So I highly recommend that you read that.
0: Sure thing. My th- my third thing is a read. It's in the Washington Post. It's an opinion uh, by Greg Sargent. The headline is, A Young Democrat's Viral Takedown Demands a Wokeness Rethink. Uh, it's a great story to read because it... It... It discusses the problem with wokeness and it discusses the problem with Democrats... Uh, I dare I say, cuckoldy, spineless approach to dealing with the problem, with, with you know, blanket wokeness. Okay. So read read the opinion. Yeah, I want to read the fine. opinion because
1: you sent it to me. I had, But
0: I more out importantly, watch the. Uh, it's it's on Twitter. Watch the video of what's happening. So this is about. Uh, a Michigan state senator, Mallory McMorrow, who was... Um, uh, let me, she was attacked by another state senator, a, a GOP, who accused her by name of, quote, grooming and sexualizing children in an attempt to marginalize me for standing up against her marginalization, sorry, against her marginalization for LGBT community in a fundraising email for herself. Um, this video, it's about Four and a half, five minutes long. It's it's wonderful, and it is I am, yeah. the way that Democrats or liberals or reasonable people should be talking about this problem of wokeness and should be combating those who are trying the to nonsense to to, to create a uh, sociopolitical division with. Everyone, everyone, and everything in this idiotic way—it's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's refreshing, and it's
1: yeah. and it's—it's uh, it's sharp. Okay, I'm gonna watch so, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. My third thing is, you know, I, as you know, I live in Las Vegas, and there for a while. Um, Las I Vegas, was, New uh, Mexico. I know it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, for a while, I was the operations manager of a casino here in town. And one of the jokes, because the casino was attached to a Days Inn, and one of the jokes that I made to many people, I I don't know if it's in the book, but that I was the Ace Rothstein of the Days Inn. Love Ace Rothstein. Yeah, and and, and those people that understood that, you know, I mean, Ace Rothstein is a made-up character from the movie Casino. But uh, yeah, that that's the thing is uh, is is I love I I, that's my thing. Don't go to the Wild Wild West. Watch Casino. It's a great movie. Uh, You've got this. I mean, you've got wonderful performances by so many. Sharon Stone is Ace Rothstein. By the way, uh, was he uh, a real guy?
0: Well, he was based off. The character was based off of Frank Lefty Rosenthal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yes, he was he was a
1: real guy. Yeah. Yeah, but but the thing about it is it's like I always, I always think it's funny cuz when I think about being the ace Rothstein of the days in here in Las Vegas, um I'm very happy that I, you know, while while you know, I was in a, a Vegas casino so far nobody has uh, tried to blow me up in the Prius. So, that's good. You need a nicer car. You know, maybe that's true. I didn't think about that.
0: Although, check your Prius Does it have that that metal plate like cuz that's a safe car. Yeah, that's no, I got the safe me- base.
1: Yeah, I got the metal plate so they wouldn't steal my fucking catalytic converter. It was, an, it, it was an amateur career. job. What
0: they didn't know was yes. that that year, that model of the car had the a metal plate. That, yeah.
1: God, God, I all right. fucking that, love that movie. I do too. I, I mean, the thing about it is, it gets it gets so bad. Is, rap is it a watch? People- is it a watch casino? Is that the. Yeah, it's Watch Casino, because the thing is, I think that movie gets a bad rap because people think, oh, it's just Goodfellas in Vegas. No, it's really not, and it's such a good movie. And I will also say that uh, the entire skimming section, where they're showing you how he Mm -hmm. skims out of there, that was taken from FBI wiretaps of Frank Fertitta Jr., who was the guy who founded Station Casinos, that happens to own the Wild Wild West. So there's a whole lineage there, man. There's a whole lineage.
0: I could spend three Apecasts talking about Casino and Goodfellas. I, I really, yeah, yeah, love it. I, I, I just,
1: I, yeah, can't you can't get enough. Of and maybe we do that.
0: When is over over. when is National um, Italian Velvet? American Awareness Month?
1: National Treasure.
0: National Treasure? No, National,
1: National American Lampoon? Awareness Month. National Lampoon.
0: Yeah. Because D- you. You throw a harpoon at the Italian to get him out of the National oil. harpoon. National harpoon. Out of out of the oily sea, to an o- bring them over to America Pop- to make popcorn oil. Popcorn oil. Yeah, to make twat? the popcorn oil, popcorn so it oil makes it easier for you to finger bang Kathleen Kennedy. And I guess that's the show. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was a fucking bumpy U turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can listen to the literate ape cast on apple podcasts stitcher or any place you find your podcast jones if you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court review or share the show on your own platforms or throw us a few bucks on patreon
0: for more information about literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts all of our writing and our events music on the ape cast is courtesy of mike Vinopal and local motive You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.